Hallelujah. For the word today, let us turn our Bibles together to Psalm 91 and let us read together from it. Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near to you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge. No evil shall be allowed to befall you, no plague shall come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because you hold fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. This is the word of God. My dear friends, this is a beloved psalm for most of us. Indeed, many of us read it as a daily reminder to ourselves about the protection of our God. While in Psalm 90, the Lord focuses on dealing with the difficulties of life, the emphasis of Psalm 91 is God's protection in the dangers of life. The anonymous author, mostly it was Moses who wrote this, warns us about the hidden traps, the deadly plagues, terrors at night, arrows by day, stumbling over rocks, facing lions and snakes, and all these things. In today's violent and dangerous time and society that we are living in, we are faced with the amazing parallel to this particular psalm. The world is very much like what it is mentioned in this psalm. In Luke chapter 21 verse 9 to 11, when the Lord prophesies about the end times, the word of God says, when you hear of wars and tumults, Luke chapter 21 verse 9 to 11, when you hear of wars and tumults, do not be terrified, for these things must first take place, but the end will not be at once. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and the kingdom against kingdom. There shall be great earthquakes, and in various places famines and pestilences, and there will be terrors and great signs from heaven. But verse 13 says, The troubled days are going to become opportunities for the church to witness. Verse 13 says, This will be your opportunity to bear witness. The saints of God who abide in Christ cannot avoid confronting the difficult situations in life. But God promises that while we can't avoid the confrontation with difficult situations, God promises that we can overcome these situations and that God can preserve us and our souls in the days of trouble. Suffering is a part of Christian life. Moses, David, Paul and all the servants of God, anyone whom you see in the Bible, has endured much danger and suffering while doing the will of God. And Hebrews chapter 11 verse 36 talks about the faith of the saints of God which allowed them to go through torture and even martyrdom. 
God wants to fill our hope which rises above the situation and the circumstances. Our faith is not to be limited by the circumstances and situations. It should be something that takes us above and beyond the circumstances and situations that we have. In this psalm, we see that it is neatly divided into three sections. Psalm 91 verse 1 to 4 talks about the hidden life of a saint of God. Psalm 91 verse 5 to 13 talks about the protected life of a saint of God. And verses 14 to 16 talks about the satisfied life of a saint of God. Firstly, I want to focus on the initial four verses. The hidden life of a saint of God that is mentioned in Psalm 91 verses 1 to 4. What does the Lord tell us from this particular passage? The most important part of a believer's life is the part that only God sees. The hidden life of communion and worship that is symbolized by the Holy of Holies in the Jewish sanctuary, the most holy place. This is the hidden life that God is bothered about. This is the hidden life which is the most important part of the Christian life. The believer is pictured as dwelling in the shelter of the Most High. If you read from verses 1 to 4 of this psalm, the believer is pictured as though he is living in the shadow of the Almighty God, in the shelter of the Most High God. In the first two verses, we read four names of God. Four amazing names of God are mentioned there. What are those four names of God? Most High God, Almighty God, My Lord and My God. He is the Most High God, Elion, El Elion. And the name that is found in Genesis 14. He is higher than the kings of the earth and the false gods of the nations. He is also Almighty God, El Shaddai, the all-sufficient God who is adequate for every situation and sometimes who violently intervenes against nature to satisfy his saints. Thirdly, we read that he is the Lord God, Lord Yehovah, the covenant-making God who is faithful to his promises and we are under his lordship. Lastly, we read that he is God, Elohim, the powerful God whose greatness and glory surpasses anything that we can imagine in this world. It is this powerful God who is inviting us into a fellowship with him in the holiest of holy places. The hidden life of worship and communion makes it possible for the saint of God to have a public life of obedience and service. It's the hidden life that we have that matters the most. Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 to 3 talks about the New Testament hidden life. Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 to 3 and I will read it. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things that are above, not on the things that are on this earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. It is this hidden life that God is inviting us into. Here he says, set your minds on the things above. Be seated with Christ in the heavenly places. Your life is hidden, secured with Christ in God. This God shelters us beneath the wings of the, of the cherubim. The word of God says in Psalm 91 that we are secure under his wings. He also gives us spiritual armor. In the New Testament, Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 to 18 talks about God adorning the saint of God with the spiritual armor that is necessary for the spiritual battle. My dear friends, it is this life 
of protection that we need to enjoy this hidden life with god secured life with god that we need to enjoy at this point of time this is the mandatory experience of every saint of god his truth and faithfulness protects us as we claim his promises and as we obey him the shield that we talk about here here the word of god says about the shield right he says in verse 4 he will cover you with his pinions under his wings you will find refuge his faithfulness is a shield and buckler what god says is the complete shield a large shield that protects and covers the entire person the whole person is covered and here the all this is because the person says i will say of the lord verse 2 my refuge and my fortress my god in whom i trust look at the deliverance the promise that the lord gives us he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler from the hidden traps that are there he will deliver us from the deadly pestilence he will deliver us the promise that the saint of god has from the faithful god if you turn to jude chapter 1 verse 20 and 21 the word of god says but you beloved building yourself up in the most holy faith praying in the holy spirit keep yourself in the love of god waiting for the mercy of our lord jesus christ that leads to eternal life my dear friends the lord is inviting us to get the hidden life right it is the root that determines the strength and the fruit of a tree it is the foundation that determines how strong the building will be and god wants us to strengthen the hidden life the life that no one sees other than god himself the life that is the foundation and the root of all christian experiences you know what is the blessed experience of having a beautiful hidden life with god the result of a hidden life in christ is a very strong faith in god one who has that hidden life will have that unshakable unmovable faith in god that is the fruit that we have as a result of that hidden life but then Uh, in Sam 91 verses 5 to 13 the lord talks about the next level of life that the believer that the saint of god experiences what is that it is the protected life in sam 91 verses 5 to 13 i'm not reading it again we read that once again we see the various troubles and dangers that a pilgrim has to undergo or may go through In the times that the nation of Israel traveled through the wilderness in ancient Near East, it seems that all these things that were mentioned were very real dangers that could have happened to those pilgrims. If you see here, he talks about the fear, the terror, the arrow that flies by day, the pestilence that is there, the destruction that wastes at noonday, people falling left and right. In the midst of that. what are the key verses for the believers two key verses in this passage for the saint of god is sam 91 verse 5 which says you will not fear the terror of the night the terror the arrow the pestilence and the destruction all these are real things they are present in this evil world but the assurance that god gives to the saint of god is that you will not fear these things see the greatest power that all these evil incidents have over each one of us is the fear that it can generate in us but the lord says although these are real 
you can see look outside the world and you can see this still the saint of god need not fear but why does he say that we need not fear because psalm 91 verse 9 says because you have made the lord your dwelling place because he is your refuge my god says he shall not allow any evil to befall us no plague shall come near our tents you may ask doesn't bad stuff happen to christians truly it does recently i heard the reports of a few really strong christian pastors people of great faith and their families who went through troubled times during the covid season many of them were afflicted does god not love them were they disobedient my dear friends we need to understand god more in the times that we are going through there are many christians also who go through difficulties and troubles and trials god sometimes protects us from the storms and sometimes he protects us in the storms there is a big difference here for a big difference for a christian is the fact that we have romans 8:28 to cling to which says for those who love the lord and those who are called according to his purposes he makes all things to work together for the good he is on the throne the big difference for a christian is even the greatest evil that can befall him in his life is nothing in comparison to the grand purpose of god and the glory of god that will be revealed even in the times of his suffering that is why it says all things are made to work together for the good god is on the throne and the word of god says his promise says he will not allow us to be tested beyond our ability and with every temptation with every testing he will also make a way of escape for the saint of god you see this is the promise that we have the protected life that we have in christ our protection is not just from the difficulties and troubles but it may also extend to the protection that god gives us in the difficulties and in the troubles psalm 91 verses 11 to 13 talks about the next level of protection initially the protection that the lord says is from and in the various troubles and trials verses 11 to 13 he talks about spiritual warfare and angelic protection you see he says that he will command his angels to guard you how many of us realize that all the times that we have narrowly escaped from so many situations so many difficulties it is because of the hidden ministry of angels the word of god says angels are made to be ministering spirits to those who are heirs of salvation and here in sam 91 verses 12 and 13 the word of god says you will tread on the lion and the adder the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot the lion and the serpent are allusions in the word of god to the devil the lord says you have authority my god shall crush the enemy under my feet shortly that is what it says in romans chapter 16 beloved friends god gives us authority in spiritual warfare god gives us authority in our daily conflicts and struggles of life god is inviting us jesus is inviting us into an overcoming life when our life is hidden with christ in god it gives us the faith of god it leads to a life which is protected by god and the result of that protected life is the peace of god that comes and floods our heart but lastly in sam 
91 verses 14 to 16 the lord talks about the satisfied life of a saint of god let us turn to psalm 91 verses 14 to 16 in the first section it was the man saying i will say of the lord he is my refuge and my fortress in verses 1 to 4 in the second section verses 5 to 13 it is written you will not fear because you have made the lord your refuge it's talking about in the second person in the final section psalm 91 verses 14 to 16 the voice undergoes a shift and now we see that it is god talking about the saint of god hallelujah it is such a powerful thing when we understand the very spirit with which the psalm was written it is god talking about the saint of god now the lord spoke and announced what he would do for his people who truly loved him and acknowledged his presence with obedient lives Here the word of God says in verse 14 because he holds fast to me in love I will deliver him I will protect him because he knows my name Now the key word that is here is because he holds fast to me in love My dear friends in Malayalam it says avan ennodu patti irikkeyal because he cleaves to me because he clings to me in a devotional love This is the response that God is expecting from each one of us. He wants us to have that kind of a tender devotional a heartwarming relationship with the Lord. And that relationship is what God cherishes and nourishes most in a Christian. This is a beautiful expression of the devotional life love that a man can have for the Lord. What are the five blessings of the satisfied life that God gives to a person who loves him? The first thing that he gives, the first blessing that he gives, the word of God says, I will deliver him. Full deliverance, full salvation, the only effective way of receiving our deliverance is it is rooted in the clinging devotional love that a person has for the Lord. Secondly, the word of God says, I will protect him. Protection. it comes from knowing the name of god i will protect him because he knows my name knowing the name of god means knowing the nature of god how important it is that we understand the beautiful blessed names and the compound names and the titles of our god our god is one yet he reveals himself to humanity through multiple titles through multiple names of god we need to understand that the more we do that the more we understand his nature his attributes and that makes us to worship him and that knowledge that understanding gives us a great protection in our life firstly it was deliverance that we received secondly it is protection thirdly what does god say he says when he calls to me i will answer him the key to an answered prayer it is rooted in the devotional love that we have for god when he calls me i will answer him fourth thing that we receive as a blessing because of the devotion that we have for the lord the lord says i will be with him in trouble the presence of god in the troubles and trials of life word says i will rescue him and i will honor him and lastly the lord says with long life i will satisfy him with long life i will satisfy him and show him my salvation traditionally for the jew this meant literally a long life if you see many saints of god lived a life that was full 
maybe 175 years, 125 years, etc., etc. But for us, Jesus says, I came to give you abundant life. Doctors may be able to add years to your life, but only God can give life to your years. Loving the Lord makes you enjoy fullness, wholesomeness and abundance to your life. Only the Lord can give us a godly and contented life. 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 6 says, Godliness and contentment is great gain for us. And finally he says, he will show us his salvation. What is his salvation? That at the end of our life, when we finish our race, when we stand before the glory of God, he calls us to that blessed and eternal life with him, to live with him, to reign with him forever and ever. Hallelujah. Such is the hope for a saint of God. In conclusion, my dear friends, I want to say, it is the hidden life that we have with God that leads to a good faith in God. It is the protected life with the Lord that leads to the peace of God. And the satisfied life is a gift of God that he gives to those who love him. In the days of trouble, let our hearts not be shaken. Make him our refuge. Love him. Practically love him with a devotional love. Do not be like the people at Ephesus who lost their first love, but rather let us in this period when we are allowed to wait before the Lord in sweet devotion to the Lord, let us regain that old love, that tender love that we had in the initial days. And I believe that during this time, we will enjoy the blessings that this psalmist writes about in this blessed psalm. Can we just bow our heads in prayer? Gracious and merciful Lord, our Heavenly Father, as we are in your presence, we thank you for having spoken to our hearts through the psalm, Lord. Help us to have that hidden life, that root of our Christian life in you, we are, where we are secure in your experiences, Lord, where we are secure in your love, Lord. Give us the protection that we so need in this present evil world. Protect us, each one of us, Lord, because we have set our hearts upon you. And give us that satisfied and abundant life. Fill our years with your abundance. Fill our life with your life, Lord Master. So that we can have a satisfied and full life. That godly and contented life which is so precious in your eyes, Lord. I pray for each one of us. I pray for each person who is listening in. I pray that, Lord, you will satisfy each one of us, Lord. We want to thank you for everything that you have done in our lives. We look back on the years of faithfulness and we want to thank you, Lord. We commit all these things into your hands. We commit all our tomorrows into your hands. As we continue being in isolation, as some of us continue to be in service, as all of us Continue to live here, Lord Master. We pray that you will continue to protect each one of us. Bless each one of us, Lord. We want to thank you and we give you praise. All glory and honor and praise belongs to you. We commit all these things into your hands. In Jesus' mighty name, we ask and pray. Amen. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, love of God the Father, sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, abide with each one of us, now and forever. Amen. Have a blessed week ahead, my dear friends. May the Lord continue to protect you and preserve each one of us.